Okay, fuck you for not joining me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was lost and then I was just enjoying your singing to me. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spotlight Series. Katie and I, we are going through a ton of comic book movies before this month ends. We're just racing to the finish line. And ladies and gentlemen, Katie and I sat down and watched one of my absolute favorites. So if you read the like the credits on any of the episodes that when I edit them and stuff... You'll see me say, like, this one's my favorite. This one's my favorite, too. Um, I, I I do tell the truth. I love a lot of movies. But there is a secret top ten that I'll do one day. I, it's hard for me to do a top ten, a legit one. But there's a few movies that will always pop up. Like, when I talk about action movies, Kill Bill will always be in the top ten. Comedies, Ferris Bueller's Day Off will always be in the top ten. Sci-fi, I will always talk about Alien and Aliens. I love me some of Gorney Weaver. So there, there's certain films that will always be in the list. And ladies and gentlemen, when I talk about comic book movies, when I talk about Batman movies, Batman is my favorite fucking comic book character. When I talk about Batman, I talk about Batman Returns, one of the best sequels of all time. Very, very closely fought by The Dark Knight, the one with Joker. That's a really good fucking sequel. It's a really good sequel. It's um, funny that you say that because you always talk shit on it. I talk shit on the third one. You talk shit on the Dark Knight. You say well because everybody's <laughs> sucking Heath Ledger, rest in peace, Joker penis, and any new Joker they're like, it's not Heath Ledger. I'm like, no fucking shit, it's not Heath Ledger. Everyone's the same way with Batman too. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. That's not Heath Ledger. Well, he's gone, so you know, that's all we got. So we got to move on. But Batman fucking returns. So, hey, if you haven't seen this movie ever, hey, do you like Tim Burton? Do you like, like, weird buildings that aren't straight and curls and, and, and fucking choirs that, that go like, la, 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 You like that in your movies? You like that? <laughs> You'll love this fucking movie. <laughs> that was a horrible, horrible depiction. That was a horrible Beetlejuice song. <laughs> la, 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 um, Oh, hey, do you like your music? Do you like Danny Elfman? You know, Danny Of course, you like Danny Elfman. Yeah. Nobody doesn't like Danny Elfman. <laughs> do, do you like weird shit? Do you like haunting kid vocals and shit? Yeah, you, you'll like this. This world. So, before this movie, before the first Batman movie that they did, Batman was. They did the old timey. Well, no, before this, it was just Adam West. Because the cartoon came out. I want to say around this time. This was 92. He had another movie before this, though. Because he did two. No, I'm saying before that first Batman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just then Adam it was, West. So, it was just Adam West. It was just super campy. Action. The world was very light. Not a lot of stuff happened at nighttime. When Tim Burton got in, involved with these movies, a lot of stuff happened at night. It's, like it should, because yeah. it's Gotham. It's fucking and Batman. It's a shit show. Uh, this world's very dark, and not DC dark now, that is just sepia. Uh, it's just real dark, and it's lit right, and just everything just looks... It looks old-timey, but it's modern, the way they do it. it it's... It's the, almost steampunk. Yes. The setting works only because it's Tim Burton, because he has an, a ridiculous eye... For how he likes things to look. Just look at fucking Beetlejuice. That world, it's, you know, normal world, but then anytime they bring in Beetlejuice and, like, his world, er nothing's straight. Everything's got a curve and curl to it and stuff. Just like Edward Scissorhands. That world's just, it looks weird, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's cool weird. Um, This Batman's awesome. Uh, so it's funny. I always like talking about the different instances of Batman. So Adam West... He was all about gadgets. He could fight. Adam West Batman was out there scrapping, you know. Um, this Batman can't... Bang, pow, kapow, right? boom. Splat. And he hit somebody right in their spine. Splat. Um, this Batman, he can fight. But this Batman is all about gadgets. And so the whole thing about Batman training to be like a ninja, that's a later thing that comes up. And so the original Batman, he went off and trained in forensics. Trained in like criminal justice, 
learned to fight from boxers. He, he became went, a detective. Yeah, he went everywhere and learned everything you would need to solve crimes and defend yourself. Now, now Batman, like modern day 2020 Batman, uh, after his parents died, he left and became a fucking ninja. He learned how to fight from different people. He learned every fighting style you could learn. Learn fucking sleight of hand from like Houdini and stuff like that. Learn how to escape traps from people. He learned everything you would possibly need to survive on your own and take out bad guys. So this is a, a trimmed down Batman. Still pretty cool. Uh, it's it's really weird because usually Batman it, it it's like a stark contrast. Because now Batman, he's out there like doing stuff, going to events and things. This Batman, this motherfucker sits in his fucking mansion waiting on the call. That's all he wants. He just wants to fight crime. That's all he wants to do. He gives no shit about doing other things. And he's just sitting there waiting. Light clicks on. He just looks up. He's like, fuck yeah, I get to punch somebody in the mouth tonight. So this movie is absolutely amazing. And so with any sequel... The uh, the big thing that you do with a sequel, you add more bad guys. In the first movie, he fought the Joker. In this one, he is fighting Catwoman, fighting the Penguin, Max Shrek, uh, what's his name? Christopher Walken. I was gonna talk about a, a watch in his butt, but uh, I couldn't remember the the line from Pulp Fiction. Oh. He's like pulled the pocket watch up my ass. I got nothing. That's a terrible Christopher Walken. I got nothing. I've never seen that movie, so. Bullvig is good. Oh, there's so much butt stuff in that movie, but it's great. Oh, I bet, because Quentin Tarantino's gross. He likes feet. I know. It's also gross. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, no, it's just, it's just Michael Keaton's Batman staying super busy because there's so many things he has to take care of. As it turns out, Gotham sucks. Yes, it does. Why do people live there? The price, it must be real cheap to be there. It I seems guess. very expensive because everyone's robbing it all the time. But it seems like it's very cheap, too. Yeah, it's a shit show. And it's a big place because in now Gotham, it's like a... Met- for manner speaking, it's a metropolis. Mm-hmm. But not metropolis, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's a big city. And there's different chunks to it. Kind of like, I guess, like L.A.? Oh, L.A.? It's LA. like, it's different spots. There's a really like scary, super poor spot. And then there's like a Chinatown yeah. and there's different areas to it. And so it's like, it's big enough that it's a metropolitan area. Yeah. yeah. That there's room for anybody there. So, um, this movie is absolutely amazing. Michelle Pfeiffer, she played Catwoman. She wasn't the first choice. Uh, there was another actress, but she got pregnant. And so they didn't want to wait. And so <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer got the job and she's like, fuck another yeah. Another actress. Demi Moore. No, it wasn't Demi Moore. It should have been fucking Demi Moore. That would have been great. I thought it was. No, it was another chick. Demi Moore was going to be for... Um... No, we watched the movie. It was before this because they said Bruce Willis like fucked you out of this... This, uh... this role. Acting role. Yeah. I that was like the quote from yeah, another yeah, lady yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was a... F- oh, a look at their own. That's what it was. Yeah, because cool. oh, Patty yeah. Jenkins. Not Patty Jenkins. Uh, what's her name? Penny Marshall. Said yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, Bruce Willis fucked the shit out of you and got you no jobs. So, Michelle Pfeiffer gets to be Catwoman. She learned how to use a whip, and she was really good. There's a a, a cut scene. Uh, there's a scene where she's knocking off mannequins' heads, and she did it in one take. And Well, that wasn't a cut scene. That was in the film. No, but after she did it, she, like, freaked out and cheered. <laughs> she was like, oh, what the fuck? And everybody started screaming, so they had to do it again. Because <laughs> she, like, cracked it out. Apparently, uh, I don't know if it was a TikTok recently or just a video online. She, because well, everybody was sitting at home bored because of the pandemic, she like found the bullwhip mm-hmm. and like went outside and was like swinging it around. She's like, I'm still good at this. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Danny DeVito, he gets to be the penguin. And honestly, after this movie, every version of the penguin was made after him. Just like in the Iron Man episode. We talk about how an actor can just help evolve a character. Every penguin before this was Burgess Meredith. Uh, If you watch the Rocky movies, he was Mickey. So he's like, get in there, Rock. So he was the penguin, and he wasn't a fat guy. He was a skinny dude, small dude. And he just, you know, made bird noises, because that's what a penguin does. 
but every version after that of the penguin is a super fat guy the shape of a penguin and sometimes he's deformed to look like a penguin but usually he's just a fat guy and like you look like a penguin and he's like i'll kill you for saying that which is why the gotham version of penguin like was such a huge problem when they initially introduced uh what's it arthur no something cobblepot Oswald. Oswald, that's what it is. When they initially introduced Oswald Cobblepot in Gotham, and he was just this, like, tall, lanky dude who had an affinity for penguins, everyone was like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that guy doesn't look like a penguin. He does not look like Danny DeVito. You go fuck yourself, Gotham. <laughs> and eventually, Oswald Cobblepot, like, the character, like, became really good as a penguin, but initially everyone was like, this is not the penguin that I want. I want Danny DeVito penguin because he looks like a fucking penguin. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's really cool. So uh, we'll get into the story. Uh, it's really fucking good. Uh, I cannot stop singing the praise of this movie. Oh, uh, a cool addendum to this. So Michael Keaton, he's coming back to play Batman in the DC Extended Universe. So DC is playing every movie kind of kind of to their chest because they don't want to say hey they're all connected until they all become successful <laughs> because they can't make a batman or superman movie to save their life so those fail but everything else works so they're like uh, it's not connected but the new flash film flash is just dipping his dick into the timeline just like in marvel and he's screwing stuff up so now michael keaton batman is going to pop up in this movie and Ben Affleck Batman, and I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to drag in some more Batman. And so he's gonna have to deal with multiple timelines happening all at the same time. Uh, it seems like DC's copying Marvel, but Marvel doesn't do this all the time. DC's all about different realities. It's um, for a while the comics were all had the moniker of the New Fifty Two because there's fifty two universes in DC. And then you find out there's a negative universe for everything. And then Evil Joker is there, but it's Batman. And he's really good at being Batman, Evil Joker, Batman. It's weird. So, yeah, this is DC shit messing with different realities and stuff. So, soon enough, we'll get to see Michael Keaton pop up and be Batman. And hopefully, he has a young uh, Terry McGinnis with him. And then... We have Batman Beyond because I will scream really loud in the theater if I see a young Terry McGinnis. I know it can't be Will Friedle, but he could be the voice or they could do so. I don't care. I feel like it should honestly just be Robert Pattinson. He should just, just be, be Terry, Terry McGinnis because Shit, he's mean. lanky and tiny and young. Like, why the fuck not? And then Ben Affleck could just be like Bruce Wayne. And we could just, like, fucking go for it. Like, why are we not doing this? Why are we not funding this project? Yeah, I would Instead absolutely Instead making a whole it. nother fucking thing. Yeah, so hopefully we get more different versions of Batman. Uh, Batman's really cool when they show different just aspects of him. Uh, the Martha and Thomas Wayne. Martha, why'd you say Martha? Um, his parents. My mom's name is Martha. <laughs> the people that played him in the Ben Affleck movie, they want to do the weird universe where bruce dies and they become batman and joker i fucking I hope would pay all the money to see that movie it would be great they could yes. do a short give me a fucking mini series show with that i will watch it so with jeffrey dean morgan as batman like fucking sign me up yeah give me thomas wayne out here just killing people he don't fucking put people in jail puts you in the ground that's my type of batman so uh but no like always, like I said, like 10 minutes before this, like always, we'll get through this story. Like I said, I'm very excited. So, Batman returns. So, we go back a couple of years, 33 years before, on Christmas Day. So, the Cobblepot family, hey, their parents, hooray, they have a baby. Oh, the baby's deformed or weird, and they lock it up in a little, like, box. You know what you do with a weird-looking baby, Katie? Lock it in a box and throw it down the river. Goddamn right. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Only if you live in fucked up Gotham. Jesus. <laughs> These people were so fucking cruel. Yeah, Paul Rubens, fucking Pee Wee, is like, my kid looks weird. Let's dump him Who in the, the water. Who was the wife? The wife was someone famous Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. She's always in fucking Tim Burton <laughs> stuff. 
It would have been Helena Bonham Carter if it was like 20 years later. It yeah, it was not her, but it was someone who was in all of his movies. Oh, yeah. So, uh, tiny little penguin gets dumped into the water, and he gets discovered by a family of penguins underneath the abandoned zoo. So, he gets raised up by penguins. So, 33 years later, our boy, Max Shrek, I call him my boy because he's in a lot of these scenes. So, um, he has a cool new plan to build a power plant to supply Gotham with energy. And though he's a, the mayor doesn't like this plan and he's you know opposed to him. So during the speech that night, Gotham is under attack by weird circus people. So it's like, uh, it's like the Joker's back. And so the Red Triangle Gang, that's their name. So the, the cops, they pop off the light. They're like, don't turn on the goddamn light, man. Bring out Batman. Our boy Batman is just chilling, chilling in the in the mansion. Just like I said earlier, this Batman doesn't really care about anything else. He just wants to fight crime. So he's sitting there on Christmas night. Oh, no, no, it's not even Christmas. It's like a week before Christmas. Just chilling. And then he sees the light, uh, the spotlight of Batman's signal hits. And these mirrors reflect it into his office. And it hits him right in the face. And he stands up and he's like, hell yeah. It's fucking time. <laughs> Let's fucking go. And so he hops into the Batmobile. A really cool Batmobile. I like the, the look of this one. So Batman hops down. He's beating the shit out of these criminals. And they're all running off and stuff. So while that's happening, Shrek, he actually gets abducted and taken to the sewer. And so he gets introduced to Oswald Cobblepot going by the name Penguin. And so Oswald blackmails Shrek because he's like, hey, you don't know, you know all that fucked up stuff that you did and you like got rid of the evidence. Hey, guess where it went down here? I taped it back up. So I know all the dirty little shit that you're doing. So you're going to help me uh, so I can get back to the surface because I got things to take care of. He's like, yeah, man. OK, okay that, that's fine. Yeah. And so Shrek gets back to his office his secretary, Selena Kyle, <laughs> so she discovers that the power plant is actually going to drain Gotham of its energy because she's helping with a speech. So she writes all his speeches for him. And she's like, hey, when I was writing your speech, I looked through some of the um, protected files because I guessed your password. And it looks like the power plant's going to drain Gotham of its power. <laughs> and Shrek's like, Hey, uh, who'd you tell about that? She's like, nobody? Cool, 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 cool. Let me lock this door real quick. And, <laughs> and he kills her ass. He pushes her out a fucking window. And so <laughs> she falls, God knows how many floors, down to the ground. She falls through, like, um, parasols or, like, those little, uh, little things that you put outside of a window to, like, stop the rain from hitting you. Yeah, just the covers. It's not a parasol. I don't no, know the name not. of it. It's just a cover. Yeah. In Project A, Jackie Chan falls through like four of them. He falls like, I don't know, eight feet and falls through them. Still falls on his head when he gets to the ground. Yeah. You have to jump on them <laughs> in like every video game that has to take place in a city. Like you've got to use them as trampolines. <laughs> Jackie Chan. It was so perfect. He hit the first three. I'm like, all right. He hit that last one. He was like, eh, ooh, and head first. I was yep. like, God damn it, Jack. And then he's like, my brain hurts. So uh, Catwoman. She falls all the way to the ground, and then these creepy-ass cats roll up to her, and they're like, oh, she dead. And then they breathe into her mouth, kind of? And then, duh, she gets powers. <laughs> it's not the weirdest way she gets powers, so, you know. Um, she makes it back to her apartment, freaks out, and makes a suit out of fucking leather. A sweet-ass suit that she actually had to get vacuum-sealed into every day. <laughs> and then she... Her attitude instantly changes, and so you'll find that happens a lot in Batman villains, that they have one way they start, and then they completely change, because they all have mental issues. <laughs> That's Gotham's all about mental issues. So, she's now Catwoman, and she vows revenge on Max Shrek, because no one pushes me out a goddamn window. I'd say the same thing. So, Oswald Cobblepot, he makes himself, makes himself known to Gotham, because, oh no, those dirty old clowns came back and they kidnapped the mayor's baby. Like, that's fucked up. And then, hey, I don't know if you know this, but that clown that grabbed the baby and flipped away, that was, ooh, his name, Doug Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From uh, 
Hellboy. He was Abe. Uh, he's um, he was the body of Abe, not the voice. Oh yeah, in the second one, he was the voice. He of was Abe. both. Yeah. yeah, but he's a super lanky guy that plays any super lanky monster that you need in movies now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do that till the day he fucking dies because he's amazing. So the clown flips into the sewer, and then you hear, "Oh no, it's that penguin guy!" Oh, oh. And then he gets the baby back. Hooray! Penguin's a good guy. He saved the baby. I'm so proud of him. So he tells. Gotham that all he cares about is finding who his parents were because there was a reason that they dumped him. He's like, hey, I'm deformed and, you know, I just want to know where I came from because I feel bad and I just want to just see why they did it. And it's some reasonable shit. So they led him to the Hall of Records to find his parents. And so Bruce Wayne is actually pretty cool because Bruce Wayne's kind of a douchebag. He's a he can be nice. But watching this on TV, Bruce Wayne's like, damn, I hope he finds his parents. And it's like, oh, he's like being nice to somebody. Because usually he's like, I don't give a shit. So uh, after a while, he kind of voices suspicions. Because Oswald's just kind of chilling in the Hall of Records all day and night for a couple of days. He's doing a lot of writing. And he's like, that's fucking weird. I don't know about that. And as Batman, he should be very jumpy of everybody he deals with. Because it's how Batman works. So, he discovers his family, and he finds out his name is Oswald Cobblepot. And so, he's like, I found my parents, and they were dead. And so, he, you know, drops flowers at their graves, and he's like, you know, I forgive you. And I'm like, oh. So, it's real nice, and the whole world's like, oh, Cobblepot's a nice dude. I love him. So, uh, while all of this is happening, um, Bruce, he actually meets Selina back at the office. So, Selina pops up. (laughs) like i don't know the next day at work and <laughs> uh max shrek is freaking out because he's like i pushed that bitch out of a fucking window like why is she here and she's very much different attitude wise and acting cool so uh max is like i guess i'm gonna have to push her out of a taller building he's like that's fine i'll kill this bitch she wants to blackmail me yeah she's gonna blackmail me i'm gonna push her out another window so uh that night Shrek pushes Oswald to run for mayor because if he can have him be mayor, he can get his power plant in and then they can just, I don't know, do bad stuff together, do hood rat things with his friends. And so he's like, I have an idea. How about you get those freaky clown friends of yours to just fuck up the town again? And then we can say, hey, the mayor doesn't care about your safety. But you know who cares about your safety? Oswald Cobblepot. Vote for mayor. So the clowns start breaking stuff again. Batman pops up and he's fighting off bad guys and he meets Catwoman and then Catwoman is systematically messing with all the buildings that Shrek owns and she puts all these spray pan- spray cans into a microwave and just scuttles off real quick. Yeah, she explodes all sorts of shit. <laughs> and so uh, she gets injured by Batman because he's chasing her on this, the, the rooftops and then she slips off and like falls and then she lands in kitty litter. But she gets injured and so she realizes that she needs to get Batman out of the way. Because that dude's annoying and he's got a lot of gadgets and shit. Though I kind of like him. So, you know. You know how it works. Selena and Batman, they like each other but they want to beat each other up. So, uh, Bruce and Selena actually begin a romantic relationship. So they meet out of the suits and they don't really know that they're... Batman and Catwoman, but did they realize that they're so busy because they have their own situations that their whole dating situation gets ruined every time, which happens in the comics. So, mm-hmm. uh, Oswald he actually abducts the Gotham Ice Princess, so she's like this really cute girl that's like the model of the of the town, and so he knocks the fuck out of her with one of Batman's batarangs, just like she's walks like Miss Gotham, yeah. And she's like, oh, who are you? And he's like, uh, I'm a talent agent. I'm going to take your picture. She's like, okay. And just hooks a fucking battering like three steps away at her brain and just knocks her out. And so they frame Batman for the act. And so they he makes the whole town think that, oh, shit, Batman killed the Ice Princess. Wow, what a douchebag. He saved us like a hundred times. But he did this one weird out of character thing. That dude's a piece of shit, you know, as characters do in movies and stuff and so they 
mess with the Batmobile. So while he's busy trying to save the Ice Princess, uh, the Penguin's, like, clown goons, like, break into the Batmobile, which is weird to me, because every yeah. time every time I see the Batmobile, it's like the most, like, it's like Fort Knox with yeah. wheels. But it, it literally makes zero sense that they were able to break into it. This Bruce or is Or how weird. they were able to get fucking, like, blueprints to it. I, this Bruce is weird, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's not as smart as the other ones. No, he's not. I don't know. Um, but they set the Batmobile up to just, uh, that Penguin can drive it on his own. And it's a really cool scene that he has, like, one of those, like, kitty toys where you sit in a car and it just jiggles for, like, three minutes and you get out. And you're like, oh. So he sets that up. To look like a Batmobile, and he's driving it around, and Batman's stuck in the Batmobile, and he's, like, crashing into shit, trying to kill people. So, Batman figures out that there's a sensor, and he breaks it and stuff. And while it's happening, he records Penguin, because, like a good bad guy, he tells everybody his plan as he's like, well, you're about to die, so I'm just gonna tell you all the cool shit that I'm doing. Like a good bad guy does. So, uh, he... Sends off this recording uh, at a uh, mayor meeting because the Penguin is doing pretty good in the votes and he actually might be mayor. And then Batman sends that recording off and everybody's like, hey, you're a piece of shit. And then they throw fruit at him and vegetables at the meeting. And he's like, I don't understand why people bring vegetables (laughs) to meetings. And so uh, Penguin says, fuck it. I don't care about being a human anymore. I'm a fucking animal. And I'm going back to my original plan, which I didn't tell anybody. But his original plan is to abduct all of Gotham's firstborn sons as revenge for what his parents did to him. So the original idea was that Max Shrek was going to be his younger brother. And he discovers it. And that's why he wants to kidnap um, his son. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, so your son, fuck you. I'm taking your kid because you got everything that i didn't get and then he takes him and it's like oh well that worked out too because he's he's technically the firstborn because they dumped him off so uh so that's the real plan he wants to kidnap all the kids in town so bruce and selena meet back up at a charity ball and bruce and selena they they discover each other's identities while they're there because they say the same sentences to each other they said in a suit and then Selena's like, this is weird. Like, I love you, but I got to take care of some issues first. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she pulled out a Derringer. She's like, I'm going to kill Max Shrek. He's like, oh, shit. Like, don't do that. And he's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Can't watch me every minute. I'm going to kill that dude. Uh, bomb goes off. And then they both split off because they're like, I, I got shit to do. So they scoot off. And so the penguin pops up. He... Wants to take Shrek's son Chip with him, but then Shrek gives himself up because he's like, "Take me, you don't save I, my kid." Yeah, I'm the one you want anyway. So he's like, you know. So Batman foils the kidnappings because the creepy like clown people are taking the kids. He stops them easily because he's Batman, and he heads for the Penguin's lair. So the Penguin does a sweet ass speech to his army of penguins, his family. And tells him to bomb the city and kill everybody in Gotham. He don't give no shit anymore. He's like... Fucking absurd. This whole right? <laughs> this whole segment of this movie, like, seeing Danny DeVito with his, like, weird, deformed penguin body just, like, fucking quack at these penguins. Just like, wank, 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 like, talking to them, getting them to do his bidding is fucking comedy gold. It is priceless. It's an absolute mess. I love it. So... At this point, Penguin says, I don't give a shit if you're a boy, girl, firstborn, secondborn, everybody can get the smoke. Go, my Penguin brethren. <laughs> Blow up the town. And so, with the help of Alfred, a oh, good Alfred, he's like the best Alfred in, in all Alfreddom. So, with the help of Alfred, they jam the signal and order the Penguins to go back to the sewer. And so, Batman arrives and he confronts the Penguin and then, oh no, the fucking, um, the penguins, they start just shooting their missiles off back at home. Because they're like, well, I don't know what to do. I got a missile on my back. They're penguins. Yeah, so they're blowing up everything. And the penguin, he falls through a window into the sewer's toxic water after launching the bombs and stuff. So he falls like a hardcore like, asshole. 
Shrek escapes, but then he gets confronted by Catwoman. And so Batman tells Selena to stop. Like, just stop doing this. Like, we can be happy together. I'm, I'll be done with this. Like, let's just be done with your thing. And she's like, I don't give what. Who the fuck are you? He takes off his mask and he's like, it's me. And she's like, holy shit, it's you, Bruce. Even though they kind of had an idea that they were, you know, Batman and Catwoman. And then Max Shrek's like, why is Bruce Wayne in a Batman suit? And Catwoman's like, because he's Batman, you dumbass. And he's like, oh, well, you can get shot. And he pulls out this pistol and shoots Batman. And then Catwoman rushes him. She takes fucking five shots. And then we learn. She's counting her lives. Yeah. So we learn that Catwoman had nine lives. And in one of the fights, she falls into the cat litter from God knows how high. And another one, she falls into this greenhouse from stupid heights that would kill you or at least injure you. She's fine after all of these situations. And then she takes five bullets. So she is down to two of her nine lives. And so she realizes, like, well, I got one life left. She takes a stun gun that she got at the beginning of the movie, gives Mac Max a kiss with the stun gun in her mouth, and holds onto a live wire. And so they both get electrocuted. But fortunately for Catwoman, she comes out looking fun because she has an extra life. Max Shrek looks like a piece of dried jerky. <laughs> he gets super electrocuted. Uh, it's destroyed. So the penguin comes out of the water, the toxic water. And he tries to shoot Bruce from behind, but then he picks up the wrong umbrella, and it's like, I don't know, one of the kid ones. He's like, oh, shit, I grabbed the wrong one. And he dies. And so the penguin, his penguin family, they grab his body, well, drag his body to the water and lays him to rest. And Katie, <laughs> when the penguins put their hands on the penguin. Their little flippers. And drag him, she's like, how the fuck, what? What's, what is this? And I was like, man, let the penguins drag their, their friend to the water. And so, it's a fucking mess. Oh, yeah. And so everything's fine. Uh, he looked for uh, Catwoman's body in the explosion and stuff, but he couldn't find it. And so Alfred's driving him home. He thinks he sees Selena's silhouette in an alley. And so he's like, stop the car, stop the car. Ten seconds later, Alfred stops. He hops out, and he only finds her cat in the alleyway and so he grabs the cat and he's like well I'll give you a home little cat and then he drives home the bat signal appears in the sky and then Catwoman raises her head and looks up at the the bat signal so she's still alive yay and then the movie ends uh, a really solid story one thing that they didn't add to the movie which I kind of wish they did they were going to have Billy D. Williams be Harvey Dent because he was Harvey Dent in the first movie but they were going to have him get deformed and turn into Two-Face in this movie but then they thought that was going to be a little too much it's interesting they didn't bring him back for the third movie well the third one no one came back Michael Keaton didn't come back for it yeah I know but it was still Tim Burton and Danny Elfman yeah but they were like why didn't they just bring (sighs) why didn't they bring him back if they're going to bring that character back they should have just brought him back yeah they just kind of reset everything and then that became the fuck the the fun fact of kind of like the Bond movies it's like well we're replacing Bond well we'll keep M and we'll keep Michael Keaton should have done three movies yeah Val Kilmer should have had zero movies Michael Keaton should have done three they should have did three and just not stopped it but just his arc is done and then had another Batman oh yeah yeah but uh, we got to get Alfred we had to get Alfred for many years he was in all of them he did come back he was in all of them he was in that next one, and he was in the George Clooney one. This is the same Alfred throughout. He's fucking great. Oh, except for, uh, well, Ben Affleck's ones. And... Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the Tim oh, Burton yeah, Oh, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tim Burton films were the same Alfred throughout. Like, uh, Jesus, Lando didn't come back, but... Oh, no. But, uh, the, the Alfred came back. Yeah. So. Well, they didn't really know what they wanted to do with Harvey Dent. I would have loved an old school... Tommy Lee Jones did kill yeah, it, Yeah, Like, I can't even be mad. I didn't have to wait long for a, a fucking Two-Face, but... Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones did a great job. Oh, yeah. And I, Riddler? Whew. Yeah. It's a good movie. Man. Jim Carrey as the Riddler. That was perfect casting. Yeah. Okay. 
So in Batman Returns, Katie, who was your favorite character? Alfred. Yep. Oh my gosh. Any Batman, anytime we talk about Batman films, um, almost guaranteed I'm going to say Alfred is my favorite character. I love that old man so much. He's just so good. No matter who's playing him, he's always so fucking good. He is ride or die for Bruce constantly. He puts up with Bruce's dumb shit. He's sarcastic as fuck towards Bruce because he's not taking any of his crap. Like, it's so good. Even in fucking Lego Batman, when he brings him his fucking lobster thermidor, like, (laughs) (laughs) Alfred is the best Batman character that exists. (laughs) Oh man, lobster thermidor. Uh, he's like, do you like? Don't you feel lonely? He's like, what are you talking about, Alfred? I have everything I need. Everything I need. Everything like the echo in the house. <laughs> Got my lobster thermidor. I get to talk to you. It's like I don't need anything else. <laughs> God, Lego Batman's so goddamn good. It is really good. Oh man. Okay. Uh, no, Alfred. He's like the best character. It, it always puts a smile on my face, just like Katie said. He's so sassy because he deserves. Like, he has the, the permission to be sassy because yeah. he's raised this kid up to be a fucking bat. He, Vigilante Yeah, justice. he's a grown man in a bat suit. So, at this point, Alfred's like, everything's out the window. I can say whatever the fuck I want, man. You go outside and you're a fucking bat. So, and it, it, they always make the joke. At some point, it always comes up in... Another Batman story, they talk about, like, oh, you know, Halloween, people going out and dressing up and looking like assholes. He's like, yeah, that'd be kind of weird to go out dressed like an animal or something. And he's like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, How dare you make fun of my Batman costume. <laughs> but, no, it, Alfred's just like Katie said, ride or die. Alfred's the coolest character. So, uh, but honorable mention, I like Catwoman. It's a really cool one because she goes from meek and weak. Hey, run. And she, she's a psychopath. I know. mean, it's very similar to Poison Ivy in the George Clooney yeah. one. Like, but this one, I, I like that. From it, zero to 100 real it, quick. It took her seeing like, oh, holy shit, they killed the ex-princess. Like, they fucked her up. Oh, am I the bad guy in this? And she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. It, it was like a reasonable thing for her to see instead of like, it got all the way to the end and she sees Batman getting tortured. And she's like, stop it. It was just like, oh, shit. Like, I don't like Batman, but fuck, I don't want to kill people out here. She's like, I'll maim and cut them up, but I ain't trying to kill people. And so, I I just like that. Catwoman was really cool. Uh, shit, Dan DeVito was awesome in this. The Penguin, this, this, like I said, this is the version of Penguin that evolved, and every Penguin after this is almost like him. Danny DeVito is one of those actors where mm-hmm. once they're in a role... No other person can play that role as well as Danny DeVito played that role. Like, currently, there are talks, rumors of Disney making a live-action Hercules film. And everyone is, you know, excited, going back and forth about, you know, who the muses should be. Like, should the lead muse be Jennifer Hudson? Should it be Beyonce? Should it be, you know, this? Should it be no-name people who they just bring in? And they're talking about who Hercules should be. And the entire online community is like, who gives a shit as long as fucking Phil is played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, like, who cares what the rest of the cast is? Danny DeVito has to be Philoctetes. Yeah. Just like in this film, he blew the penguin role out of the water. It was amazing. And no other person can be him. Like, they haven't really... I mean, they made Penguin in Gotham, but if they were to make another film with a penguin character... That person would either have to be Danny DeVito or be someone who looks exactly like Danny DeVito. The new Batman movie with um, Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. uh, the guy from Fright Night, the new one we watched, that yeah. was the vampire, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. They put makeup on him, and I forgot who it was. They were like, I didn't know it was Colin Farrell. He just walked in. I mean, that's fair. Uh, Colin Farrell has the ability to do that, and I don't understand why, because his face is so distinct. Yeah. But he's like bald, and they made him chunky. Yeah. It looks a lot like Danny. Well, there was but he's another be taller. film. There was another film where Colin Farrell like 
had like a receding hairline and like a comb over and he yeah. was like fat and he was like a murderer or something and it he just like disappeared like i didn't yeah. see colin farrell at all same with fucking uh the harry potter fantastic beast film oh yeah, like, yeah. he just like it was fucking weird yeah so we are getting a penguin but apparently Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell said he he loved doing it. It should be good. He's so kind of tall not, for a penguin, but... I think they're going to make him look smaller. They're going to do oh, angles probably, and stuff. Oh, probably, probably. So I'm not worried about it. Colin Farrell's really cool. I'm I like sure him a lot, he, t- so. he also probably called Danny DeVito. Like, I wouldn't even be shocked. He's yeah. like, hey, what do I do? Yeah, so I'm, I'm <laughs> you're, not worried. You're the one to beat. <laughs> what yeah. do I do? So I'm not worried about that. Uh, who is your least favorite character oh, in this, this movie? Oh, this is easy. Max Shrek. Fuck that guy. <laughs> what a fucking douchey, smarmy, rich, gross businessman. Like, that dude was fucking Gotham over ten ways from Sunday and not getting caught magically until this shit with the penguin popped up. Like, just absurd. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> Fuck him. And he pushed fucking Selena Kyle out of a window like 40 stories up. Fuck that guy. Hey man, she was going to rat him out. I don't he's care. Like, like, Fuck this, him. This bitch got to go. <laughs> but also that glass wouldn't have broken. Gotham is weird. He pushed the fuck out of her. It shouldn't have broke. It It shouldn't have broke that on a fucking giant building like that. The glass is like five inches thick. It should be thicker up top so birds don't just demolish it. Oh, it's definitely thicker. Like she wouldn't have just flown through it. But Gotham is a wreck, so fuck it. He said this bitch empty. (laughs) Uh, No, Max Shrek, he was poop. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it's a Batman movie... I'd like my villains just to be outwardly evil and you don't have to worry about them. Like, yeah. is he really evil? Is he gonna? Yeah, do a... that's almost every time we do a Batman film. That that's my bad. My my like least favorite isn't really the actual bad guy, like the Joker, the the Riddler, whoever. It's never that guy, like the costumed bad guy. It's always like the shady ass normal person mm-hmm. who was doing shady ass shit to fuck over the town. Fuck those guys. There's so many of them in Gotham. It's like the whole fucking town. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do seven word synopsis. Okay. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Okay. Danny Elfman's theme is the best theme. Yeah. It. I mean, it keeps popping up. Like in animated series, yep. it's that theme because it's so yep. good. It's, it's a really good He did good it in theme. the two, in his, in all three of his first films, or all four of the first films, it was the main theme for Batman. He put it in the cartoon. He put it, it's in every video game that is about Batman. Mm-hmm. Like all the Lego. should have kept going. All the Lego Batman ones. It's just fucking fantastic. Like Danny Elfman's Batman theme. You will instantly recognize it. Otis was singing it at the beginning of the episode. It is just incredible. And then my second one. Tim Burton's Gotham is exact comic replica. Oh, yeah. Now, for those of you who don't necessarily really like Tim Burton, I get that. He's way out there and way weird. Oh, yeah. Um, But he has this thing about being a perfectionist that crushes his movie sets. Like... Say what you will about, you know, the Alice in Wonderlands that he did or oh, Edward Scissorhands or the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one that he did. His sets and the way he designs the world that you're in is so exact to the fucking books, to the source material. Like, you could open up anyone, any comic about Gotham that take pl- that took place prior to this movie coming out. And it would look exactly like this fucking movie. Yeah. It's so incredible. To do that in the real world with real materials is just incredible. Fantastic. Uh, so I just have one. I could probably come up with multiple because it's Batman. But mine is Michael Keaton Batman said, fuck detective work. Uh, <laughs> he sure did. Th- like I said, this Batman around. is just sitting... Waiting on that signal. He's Sitting there. in his office. Five minutes later, ready to swing. He is ready to fight when he gets there because he knows it's some shit going down. Uh, he is 
smarter than a lot of them. I think Val Kilmer's Batman is the smartest out of all of these Batman. Adam West was smart. If you don't count Adam West, I think the Val Kilmer one was smarter because the villains weren't scary strong, so it had to be a little... Of all the ones that we've gotten, or of the ones up to that point? Up until Ben Affleck. He had oh, the... I was going to say, Ben Affleck was really fucking smart, and George Clooney was pretty smart. Yeah, but his bad guys were more physical. In that one, it was like Riddler and Two-Face. He had to be more cerebral to defeat them. Well, yeah. Because they had the machine really that made you smarter, so yeah. That, yeah, that harder to fight uh, Nick, Edward Enigma than fucking... Bane, you know, Bane yeah. and uh, what Poison Ivy and yeah, fucking that movie Victor was Freeze. movie wasn't as physical as the other ones, but Michael Keaton Batman, that motherfucker, he, I mean, he he's smart. He because apparently in this world he doesn't have a Lucius Fox and have somebody that builds his stuff. Him and Alfred build everything, which is nuts. Yeah, it's absurd. So which is like, oh okay, I could see it. if it's just them and they're like, well, these, I don't need these plans anymore. I got an updated one. And then Robin. Yeah. And throws them out. So, like, yeah, I guess they could have found the plans in the sewer if he threw them away. Seems weird to me I don't get that, why a man he would throw who, them away. that a man who is that smart wouldn't fucking shred his documents. I, yeah. So, a businessman who makes question mark billions of dollars, like, you're shredding all your documents. Why the fuck did these plans just, like, escape into the world? Yeah. It's a really <laughs> weird Batman, but, yeah, nah, in this movie, nah, ain't no detective work going. He's like, nah. You get in my face, I'm going to hit you in the face. <laughs> I'm going to hit you in the mouth. Because that, that's how you get shit done. Headbutts and punches. So, uh, no, this Batman's awesome. So, uh, how much do you think the budget was? So, this movie, it came out June 19th, 1992. Good God. 70 million. 70 million. Not bad. So, uh, over the years, kind of numbers get fudgy. So in between sixty five to eighty million. Oh, so I was just right on yeah, the money. Yeah, you were you were up in there. Perfect. So, so what do you think the box office was? Two hundred and fifty million. Damn, you're on it tonight. Two hundred and sixty six. <laughs> Damn, I was so close <laughs> on both of those. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Nah, that was solid. Uh, no. That was tricky too because I was trying to think like, oh, it's like the early nineties, so shit was cheaper, but Tim Burton went all out, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people criticize it for being a little too dark and violent. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Because eh. if you're going from Adam West, like, na 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 him punching sharks and shit. And you go to this, this is way darker. I mean, it is way darker, but uh, if anyone had been reading the comics at the time, like, the comics have been, have become way darker. Oh, yeah. From the original, like, the Adam West was running off fucking the detective Batman, like, early 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 shit from the late 40s and 50s like whereas this batman was running on the gritty ass drug infested 80s like (laughs) shit's wild shit got way dark (laughs) real quick oh yeah so this movie is pg-13 uh there was a little bit of backlash from parent groups the stuffy people uh, because oh, because this movie, their little kids couldn't go see Batman. Well, violence and sexual references. Because I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer was looking good in that suit, and she was licking herself. And there were a lot of puns from the Penguin. And you, this movie's kind of wild for kids. <laughs> but uh, but to be fair, though, I saw this as a kid many times. I did too. And none of those sexual references and things made like it. It all went over my head. Yeah. And. Being as young as I was when I saw this film, so this movie came out when I was five. I didn't see it in theaters because it was PG-13 and, but whatever. But I saw it later, like, on TV and stuff, and then we owned it, uh, like, on VHS or oh, yeah. whatever. Oh, we definitely um, rented this. I yeah, when I, when when I was, out. like, seven or eight after it had come out, and I didn't really notice any of this stuff. I didn't even notice, like, my mind, my eight-year-old mind, had no thoughts about Michelle Pfeiffer being, like, over-sexualized or hyper-sexualized or any of that in her costume. I was just like, oh yeah, she looks like a fucking black cat. It makes sense that she would have a tight, a skin-tight suit because she's a fucking cat. Like, yeah. So my my child brain did not make any of those illusions. Yeah. So all of these people who were like, oh my god, my kid's ruined because they watched this fucking movie. No, your kid isn't. They didn't notice any of these things. Just like your kid who watched Shrek is perfectly fucking fine, even though Shrek made a hundred dick jokes. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you're fine. Did a ton of them. Yeah, 
Your kid didn't notice. Yeah, but no, uh, yeah, everyone loved the movie, but, you know, some of the people, you know, about the kids and stuff, they were like, oh, this isn't like Adam West, Batman. Oh, somebody like, please think of the children, except it kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Catwoman in the Adam West version, Eartha Kit was looking good. Yep. Oh, yeah. Equally as sexualized. So, like, the only difference is that Batman in this movie was sexualized. As compared to Adam West, who was, like, not. <laughs> so, I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> so, it's funny. Um, Tim Burton, because uh, some people were complaining that this movie was way darker than the first one. And then he's like, I actually thought it was less dark. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, he's like, I don't know. I just, it felt like it wasn't that bad. But, you know, I don't know. I... The first one's... I don't think the first one's that dark. Now, Jack Nicholson's a dark person, and his Joker was pretty scary, if you think of it. Yeah. So, just... Jack Nicholson's Joker kind of gave me the creeps. Yeah, because he's got that... Like, his face is just set like that, you know? But it's mostly because of Jack Nicholson. For a long time, everything Jack Nicholson was in gave me the creeps. Yeah. Like... He's got a scary face. Yeah, his face i mean he was fine when he was younger but at the time when i was watching him like the stuff he did in the 80s and early 90s like that was the stuff i was watching when he was a when i was a kid and shit was just he was creepy like yeah. i distinctly remember seeing him in the shining and just being like what the fuck <laughs> but no uh this movie is absolutely amazing if you haven't seen batman returns it's crazy you dodged it this long uh, you should really give it a shot. It's especially, it's fun, especially if you're a fan of comic book movies now. Like you might not have been a fan of comic book movies when this movie came out, but if you're into the MCU and all that stuff now, you should go back and watch the original Batman and Batman Returns. Like it's great. Cat looks so pissed over there. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, if you have any other really cool fun facts about Batman, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. Have fun and test Otis's knowledge. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd like to do some Batman quizzes. <laughs> Quiz him! Yeah, some cool stuff. I forgot, uh, so when he, um, there's multiple ways down to the Batcave, but the one he likes to use is the uh, the clock, the grandfather clock. He, it's set to the time where his parents got shot and died. I want to say it's 1117? That is some emo shit if I have ever heard yeah, of Yeah, that's pretty emo. I want to say it's 1117 <laughs> if I remember correctly, but... Yeah, that's the time it's set for, so he never forgets. That's so emo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at... AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at... Allentown Presents. So, Katie and I, we have a couple more films left that we're going to watch. Uh, some new ones. We're actually going to watch some new... Brand new. Adaptations of Batman, so I'm very excited about it. Some really cool voices. So, mm -hmm. uh, we'll get through that, and then we'll be finishing up in comic book month. So... Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.